0: Hello and welcome to the Inner Know podcast with Janelle Bridge, where we talk about everything spiritual development. Let's go. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to my podcast. I have just spent so long deleting the storage on my computer to get this podcast to you. So if there was a pause there, that is why. <laughs> and I ended up going full many Gen Gemini mode, where I was just like, you know what? You want story to let me delete everything, everything. Too bad if it's important, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> it's one of those moods for me today. Anyway, my loves, what I want to talk to you about today is something that has been coming up in coaching a lot with the beautiful women that I'm coaching. Now, um, it is essentially we're going to dive into the masculine and feminine energies, but we're going to dive into those in a way that is not um, misogynistic, uh, which is empowering empowering and i'm I'm coughing and choking which is empowering um and is quite beautiful i feel so i'm also going to wind and weave into their relationship roles okay so now this is not going to be a podcast where i go oh my god you're a woman stay home do the dishes you know raise your children, be barefoot in the kitchen. If that's what you want to do, fucking go do it. Awesome. But that's, you know, essentially not what you're going to have rammed down your throat during this episode. So essentially, and this is in a program that I've just launched as well, but this came in after I was coaching and reflecting and writing up some coaching notes, which was us incredible women. Hello to any men listening. We love you. But us as women have taken on so much over the last, what, 50 to 100 years? We have added so much to our responsibility pile. So, you know, whilst we were just running homes and looking after children and we yearned for more, which is amazing, and we have opportunities for more, which is incredible, we haven't really dropped our workload. We haven't really dropped mentally what we feel we're responsible for on top of all this other responsibilities that were picked up. Now, similarly, um, we as women might be running a business and, you know, doing the best to be the best version of ourselves and then we'll have a baby. And we are taught to be the same woman with a baby. So I had a beautiful client in for coaching last week and we were discussing this, the transition from maiden to mother. You are no longer the same person. You no longer will have the same standards you are no longer the same person. The maiden is gone. She's gone. Okay. And that is both beautiful and terrifying. And you're allowed to grieve that as well. But essentially what we do in society, and we all play a role in these expectations is we go, you know what? I'm going to be the same woman that I was. I'm going to bounce back to that same body that I had. I'm going to continue slaying at my business or at my job. My home is going to look the same. I'm going to be everything that I was. And I was probably already burnt out. And I'm going to have a baby. Still going to do it though. And if I'm not doing it, I'm going to be really pissed off at myself for not doing it. I'm going to push myself and bully myself until I reach that standard that I was before I had a baby. And then you know what we do? We have another fucking baby. <laughs> and I feel like we generally get to a point where we're like, oh my God, I can't continue the way I was. Let me just give up altogether. Um, so being a woman is so exhausting unless, and even so when you do, but especially if you don't stamp your foot down and go, I'm doing things differently. I'm doing things differently. So what I want to say is, and I guess what this leans into is in our relationships, things in our life are going to change so much over every stage of our life, right? Our personal responsibilities, our relate our, our responsibilities as partners, our responsibilities of parents if we decide to have children, our responsibilities as children of parents who are going to age, all of that, right? Our roles, our responsibilities are going to change a lot over a long-term relationship. My husband and I got together when I was 15, he was 18. Our lives are very different now at 37 and 40, let me tell you. So perhaps even, well, definitely what we went into marriage looking at our, our roles in the marriage are so different than we thought they would be. They're so different now than they were three years ago. And that's okay. And that's okay. What I want to bring forward for you all is that with every big life change, with every changing circumstance, with every moment of resentment that comes up in your body, in a long term relationship, you really, really need to be going, we need to have a discussion about who's responsible for what. Yeah. Because otherwise, what I see so many women do, so many women, is they just do it all. They do it all. They're running the kids everywhere. They're working as many or more hours as their husband. They're still running the kids everywhere. They're still cooking dinner every night. They're still doing the washing. Um, Many of them are very grateful for their husband doing the washing. <laughs> and that's beautiful. But if we're looking at the workload, we're looking at a very uneven split. And then we're also looking at women who are heavily in their masculine. Heavily in their masculine, unable to soften or struggling to soften into their feminine and wondering how they can slow down and stop when the world is literally controlled and cultivated by them, their own world, right? So we've got this power, we've got this responsibility, we've got this incredible way of keeping all the plates in the air until the plates motherfucking crash down, until we decide I don't want these fucking plates anymore. Until we look at our husband and go, I hate you. I know every single one of you have listened has looked at your husband and thought that before. Okay. <laughs> it's not how I feel about my husband now. Those thoughts have definitely, definitely crossed my mind. Now, I truly believe um, as the feminine in our relationship, we are in terms of our relationships – we are the spiritual protectors of the relationship. Now, of course, I'm talking about male-female relationships right now. Um, would actually love to jump on and have a podcast discussion around this and how it works in same-sex relationships, but I am jumping in on my experience in relationship and things that I've viewed and witnessed. So when we're feeling resentment, that's where we need to start to look at our roles. And what I believe to know to be true is that, The masculine is physiologically the protector, right? So the physical protector in this physical world is our masculine. The spiritual protector is our feminine, which is why, and we often get frustrated. But I remember a beautiful friend said to me, um, as women, we are the spiritual protectors of relationship. We are the ones that go, okay, something needs to change. Let me level this up. Let me push this forward. Let me move this. That's kind of what we do. That's our divine feminine magic. Whereas if someone's got a break in your house, your husband better be fucking protecting you. (laughs) You know what I mean? So there's different roles to play. And I feel like, you know, I don't know a household at the moment who lives by traditional gender roles. I actually don't know a household my age, perhaps even older, who lives by traditional gender roles right now because life is so fucking expensive and because we are waking up and doing things differently as well. And there's so many beautiful men who want to be present with their children. And there's so many beautiful men providing for their children. There's no right or wrong way here. But what I'm saying is, if you're sitting in resentment because you are, you're having to work more than your husband, or if you're sitting in resentment because you're both working the same amount of hours and you're responsible for the, the brunt of the housework, or you're finding yourself responsible for... A lot of things or you're exhausted even if you're doing less and you're exhausted we all have different fucking circumstances then it becomes time to renegotiate the roles in your relationship now it's never ever ever a simple well that's your basket and that's my basket and too bad so sad we dump those baskets out on the floor and we go what can you take what can you take what can you help me with what do you like doing you know and this is a funny story and it's funny because it's ridiculous, but this is essentially the problem with lack of communication. Is I remember once coming home from the supermarket, so grumpy, so tired, dumping out a whole like week's worth of groceries onto the table, and putting them away while my husband was like watching the football or something. And I was like, "Can you fucking help me?" And he was like, "Yeah, babe," and he like jumped to his feet and he said. I'm really sorry I actually thought you liked <laughs> I actually thought you liked putting the groceries away and I was like mate I fucking hate it and then he's like just leave it I'm like I hated being on the bench or the table as well but you know I'm planning the meals going and buying the meals putting all the stuff away cooking all of them what the fuck Um, And he's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I genuinely thought that you enjoyed doing all of that. Absolutely fucking not. That would be the first thing that will be the first thing. (laughs) When I am abundant enough to pay someone to fucking do that for me, that is what I'm handing off. I hate that shit. He genuinely did not know. He genuinely didn't know. And one thing about my husband is he's, he's painfully honest. So I always believe him. I trust his words. But um, And his reaction was genuine surprise. So something so ridiculous, which we think, surely they must know that this is fucking terrible. <laughs> they don't because it's something that we just do. The other thing is we're as lazy as we're allowed to be. And we experience that when we go to our parents' house or whatever and we have someone looking after us. We're as lazy as we're allowed to be. Um, And often we don't even notice the things that get done unless we're doing them. So anyway, point of this story is there always needs to be times and maybe, maybe you need to schedule these in. I don't know. But there always needs to be times where you go, okay, let's renegotiate our roles here. Our responsibilities have changed. Let's renegotiate them. Let's look at how you're feeling. Are you feeling resentful? Are you feeling tired? What's going on here? Let's renegotiate. And I feel like it's, you know, it's different and it's not as simple as, um, hey, can you do this for me? You know, that's a beautiful way of receiving that beautiful feminine energy, being in our feminine energy. But I think having a beautiful discussion as to like, hey, I'm noticing that I'm doing a bit too much here. I'm feeling resentful. I don't want to. Let's renegotiate our roles. But over our life, you think, you know, you think of the most resentful woman that you know <laughs> and you have a look at how much she's doing at home. I'm telling you, that's where the resentment is fucking created. And nobody wants to be a bitter woman. No one wants to be a resentful woman. We're not living in our in, in our essence if we're resentful. So really navigating what you would like to shift is important. Now, the way that you discuss this is also important. Like if you go home, your husband's just come home from work and you're like, I'm going to need you to help with dinner some nights. That's probably not going to be a great discussion. (laughs) You know, tread, tread, not carefully. You You shouldn't need to be careful, but tread respectfully for the role that they're also playing and I know something in in my own relationship where I've like it's really easy it's really easy as parents to look at the other person and think if only you did this my life would be easier and we often overlook what they actually are doing so the things that we are doing that are not being seen we're also doing that to them so this is why it's really cool, you know, and you, I I'd probably say do this on your own and then speak about it together. It's like what are all the roles that need to happen in this household to keep this household running, to keep the kids, you know, safe and fed and well, to keep the bank account thriving, you know, what are all these things that need to be done and how can we make this feel a little bit more fair? You know, Brene Brown talks about she'll come home and particularly if they're navigating something, she'll say to her husband, oh, I'm a five out of 10 today. I'm a five out of 10 for, um, I've only got five. And he'll be like, yeah, cool. I've got eight. Let me make it up to you. You know, or they might both be like, I'm at a two. <laughs> I'll be at two. Cool. How can we be kind to each other and not cause each other any damage in this moment? Because as we know, relationships aren't 50-50. Sometimes they're 80-20, sometimes they're 90-10, sometimes they're fucking 98-2. It just depends what we have going on in our life. But that renegotiating of the rules is so powerful and so important just to make things I want to say to create harmony, ease and flow. Um, When I listen to Meg O'Neill and Jacob, her husband, speak, they often speak about clearing the channel between your hearts. So if there's something that, you know, and this is so true in every relationship, this is true in friendships, this is true in co-working, all of it, business. If there's something between the channel of your two hearts, you need to clear it otherwise resentment builds and then sometimes by the time you have the conversation about what you're feeling resentful for that resentment has created such a fucking you know um disconnect between your two hearts if that makes sense as well so you know write down where are you feeling resentful in your relationship and how can you ask for some resistance around that and resistance how can you ask for some assistance around that you know how can you Step into your essence a little bit more deeply. How can you renegotiate those roles? But my main point of this podcast is we haven't really dived, delved in, dived, delved. I don't know. <laughs> Dove. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't sleep hardly at all last night, my friends. I'm exhausted. Um. We haven't really dove into it too much around the masculine and feminine energies, but maybe I'll do that another time. But I really just wanted to remind you all that life chops and changes so fucking much. And, you know, by default, women will continue to pick up and put in their backpack all these extra responsibilities along the way. And so all I'm saying is sometimes you can dump out that backpack and you can fucking allow other people to help you. And we as women are such warriors that we don't even realize how heavy the backpack is until we put it down. (laughs) until we get a girl's night away and we get wild or you know we don't realize until someone grabs something out of that backpack and says let me take that for you so as an activity this is something i do with my coaching clients what i would love you to do today or after this episode is think about five things that you would love to receive so being in our feminine energy is all about receiving right It's all about creation, pleasure, or like, you know, that's the divine feminine, that's the light feminine. And because we're so used to pulling all the strings and controlling things, most of us are not very good at receiving. To me, this has been something that I've hugely worked on really massively over the last couple of years, and I feel like it's coming to fruition now, is that I don't need to fucking prove myself anymore. I'm worthy just by being me and I don't need to do all the things to be a worthy wife. So allowing previous, I could talk about this forever. As you can tell, (laughs) this is a high, high interest area of my coaching. So I have launched a new program. It's called Empress Era. I'm not going to go into detail around it, but it is a five-week group coaching program. It is online at this stage. I'd love to bring it in person in my studio. But essentially, it's about stepping into your empress era. Now, the reason I'm calling it empress era is because we hear there's a lot of um, masculine feminine teachings around, you know, be like surrender and be submissive and like, you know, like be almost inferior to your man. And the way that I, and I, you know, felt this huge struggle. And I think that all of us who are on this journey kind of do the whole like we're masculine I'm doing things. And I know that I can do everything on my own. I know that I can, right? And then we're like, I want to step into my divine energy. Um, for me, I was like, I want to be the whole housewife. I don't want to work. I don't want to do anything. I just want to get everything for free. And I just want to be a babe, right? That's quite not me either. That's not quite me either. Um, So we spend a bit of time in our feminine resisting anything masculine. And then we go, right, that part of me exists. That powerful boss-ass woman who is fucking independent and makes things happen. And, you know, I'm a manny general so I'm like let's go, let's go. And I make things happen. And I'm, you know, smart and intelligent and business savvy and all that kind of stuff. That part of me exists, right? She is really fucking powerful. I don't want to dull her down ever, but I do want to interweave her with sensual, sensitive Janelle that's open to receiving, that's open to making my life easier. And when I was teaching the other day, it actually came out along the lines of You know, we can see that weak feminine is like, I need help. Can you please help me with this? I don't know how to do it. And it's that ditzy like, oh, my God, get a grip woman versus queen energy, empress energy of like, I can do that, but they can also do that for me. And that in relationship is so fucking powerful, particularly if you're struggling with being in your masculine. And when we're in our masculine, we don't, we're not really that open to to anything. We're not open for our provider, uh, our partner to provide for us in many ways. So stepping into that empress energy and how I say that is I'm like sitting up and my boobs are poking out and my shoulders are back and I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm not cooking lunch, I'm going to order it. Someone else can cook it for me. It's that powerful, like I'm powerful. Of course, I can fucking do it myself, but I can also have someone else do it for me. So it's almost uppity. (laughs) It's definitely powerful. It's queen energy. It's empress energy. It's compassionate. It's filling yourself up so that that overflow can be expanded to the people that you love. Because when you're empty, you're resentful, like we've been talking about through this podcast The last thing you want to do is pour the emptiness into someone else. There's nothing left, nothing. you get angry that if they even ask to connect with you. So my vision for Empress Era is not to dull strong women. It's to maybe soften the edges so that they can be even stronger and even more powerful. So if you're in, the link will be in the bio, in the bio, in the show notes. I hope you found this episode epic. <laughs> I've loved talking to you about it. I'm sorry. There's been a few slips of my words because my brain not working. Um, and I have had a focus slow cacao and it's full of like lion's mane and beautiful energizing um, herbs, but it's like, it's activated my voice, but not my brain. Anyway, I love you. Have a beautiful day. I would love to see you inside Empress Era. I do have payment plans. We are going to begin on October 6th. So it's a little bit of time to jump in there. Um, It's going to be epic. I can't wait. And as I say, my view, my dream, my vision is to continue to keep women strong, but also make them fucking happy. Strong, full of pleasure, full of joy, really balancing that beautiful power, making them more powerful in the process. Have a beautiful day, my friends. Bye.